Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. Today, my guest is Jessica Bates of Moon Mother Botanicals, based out of Boulder, Colorado. Jessica is a certified herbalist and also is very proficient in nutrition. She started Moon Mother Medicinals, a botanical skincare line, four years ago, and then two years ago switched it to specialize in full-spectrum hemp extracts combined with her herbal formulas to create Moon Mother Botanicals. Not only is she available online, but she has a storefront in Boulder, Colorado. So Jessica, did you grow up with a connection to plants or herbalism, or is this something that you came to on your own? This is actually something that I came to on my own. In my teen years, I started dabbling a little bit in herbalism and plant medicine and reading books from my local library. I also learned a little bit from a local woman, a friend's stepmom, who was into cannabis medicine, herbalism, homesteading. And so it was really introduced to me in my teen years. And was that here in Colorado or was that somewhere else? That was not. That was in Indiana. I moved to Colorado, I want to say about 11 years ago. And was that the time that you took your first like formal herbal study or did that come before you made it out here? No, um, my first formal herbal study was with Paul Bergner here in Colorado. And I want to say, what was the name of it back then? The North American Institute for Medical Herbalism. And it's now owned by Lisa Ganora. And is the clinical school, no, the Colorado School of Clinical Herbalism. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, that school has evolved so much. I think it was the Rocky Mountain School of Herbalism before And so it's had a few different names, but it holds strong roots here in Boulder. And what year was that that you studied with Paul? I want to say 2010, possibly 2011. And so before going to, I was going to try to do the um, acronym for it, but I can't even, before you went to the Boulder School, um, (laughs) did you already like know how to make tinctures and salves and body care products? Or was that something that you got during that program? That was something that I got during that program. So I did know how to make salves and that was pretty much it. That was all I knew at that point. I didn't really know. And of course, you know, I knew about tea, like herbal teas and herbal infusions, but I didn't know about tincturing or ratios um, of any kind. It was really just folk medicine that I learned from one of my elders in Indiana. And so what was the big takeaway for you from that program in terms of like, you know, you already knew something about herbalism before you came in. And then like, how did you feel when you left with this? Because it's a state approved school for certification. It's not, you know, like some of our other herbal schools where there is no, I mean, like you feel great because you know, you're certified and you come out with some skills, but you're not actually like state recognized. So how did that feel? Did it feel any different for you? I mean, it could just completely change my life. It didn't really make this huge difference to me that it was a state certified school, but more about who I was as a person when I finished. Because, you know, IMH or CSCH is what it's called now. It's an herbal school, but it's also really, really, really focused on nutrition. The things that I took away from those classes there and the knowledge that I gained was just incredibly life-changing. It changed the way I thought about food, the way I ate, the way I incorporated food as medicine, herbalism in general. 
And so, yeah, I mean, I was pretty blown away and I, I walked away with so many skills, but also just a complete different view on nutrition, food and lifestyle in general and health, because it's really a, it's a vitalist school. They focus a lot on nutrition and vitalism in general. It was a huge shift for me. And so now you're like a mother of two with a business and a husband and a farm and all sorts of things. Um, how does nutrition, how does like what you learned about nutrition play a role in that daily life of, you know, a hectic yet mellow businesswoman? One of the things that I always tell, you know, I always tell my husband that the way that I raise the kids and the way that I feed my family if it were just that, if I didn't even start a business based on herbalism or botanicals, if I had just walked away with the nutritional knowledge that I did and applied it to my daily life and the way I raise my kids, that would have been enough. It would have been completely worth it. You know, we use all of the nourishing traditions in our daily life, you know, bone broth, herbal teas, herbal infusions, my kids take tinctures, even the, the grossest tinctures that I scowl at, they take them readily. Bitters are a part of our life and, you know, full, the full aspect, the full run of all nutrition is a place of role in our life here. Yeah, that's great. I think that's the big, the big takeaway for me too, is like herbalism and just learning about plant medicine and health, you know, the idea of healthy lifestyle, of course, means something different for everyone. Just learning that alone completely changed my life too. And it was because herbalism was that little foot in the door of just realizing that there's a, a deeper meaning of like well-being and health that just goes beyond eating organic or, you know, taking a random supplement that you have no connection to the plant that it actually came from. So of course. Of course, and plant connection plays a huge role in our family. When my kids are taking herbs, they know the plants. They know the plants personally. And so that's something completely different than the way I grew up. You know, it was all about pharmaceuticals and medicines that we knew nothing about. And so my kids, when they experience plant medicine, when they're not feeling well or when they need a little bit of, of a boost or something like that, they, you know, they know the plants personally. We study the plants in our backyard on our walks and our hikes and things like that. So they, you know, it's completely different. It's a really unique way to grow up from the way I grew up. How did you grow up? That was a little different than how your children are growing up. Oh, I mean, the ch my children are growing up in a completely different way than I grew up. You know, my parents don't, they don't do like plant medicine or anything like that. They don't do, it's very rarely home cooked scratch meals. It's not at all the way I grew up, the way they're growing up. They don't know their food or they know their food. I didn't know where my food came from. I didn't know anything about the medicine that I was taking and they know their plant medicine. My daughters know how to make plant medicine. They know how to make tinctures. They know how to make teas and infusion. It's just a completely different lifestyle. And I'm excited for them to have that basis and that foundation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that would have been so amazing if all of us could have had that foundation as opposed to what so many of us had to grow up in, which was like prepackaged food and, totally. you know, a bunch of antibiotics because, yeah. you know, they didn't realize how bad they were for you. And um, it's just it's so it's so wonderful that you are able to give your children that opportunity because what a you know, just what I just feel like the world would be such a better place if we all would have more opportunities like that. 
of just like gentleness. Cause even just like making your own cup of tea, that's like a gentle process to have with yourself that I think uh, that we just take absolutely. for granted. Absolutely. It's funny because my, my older daughter, she'll say funny things like, oh, this is a kind cup of tea. And that really resonates with me. I'm like, this really is a very kind cup of tea, you know? <laughs> she's, um, she's really unique, but um, it's fun to watch. Absolutely. And so what are some of your favorite herbs around the house? Like what are your kind of go-tos, you know, for you and for your family? Go-tos, definitely. Oh, especially as being, you know, a mother and a business owner and starting new businesses and new ventures this past year. Go-to has been ashwagandha, oat straw for sure. Nettles, definitely for my kids. We use nettles a lot in all of our broths and soups, stews, you name it. We'll add nettles to pretty much everything. Raspberry leaf, definitely. My go-to feel good is calendula in the summer. We grow a lot of calendula here in the yard and everyone loves it. It makes us feel so good. She's such a beautiful, bright, sunny plant, you know? And so um, it really resonates for us. We pick a lot of our calendula and make skin products and gut healing things. And so that's a good fun one for us. I really love cinnamon. That always feels really good. And roses, of course. So if I had to choose two, maybe three. <laughs> Thankfully, you don't have to. I'm not making you Thankfully, choose. Thankfully, I don't have to. But I'm just saying like my, my go-to top three would be like roses, nettles, and calendula. That's a nice combo too. I mean, it is single or apart. All of those work. Absolutely. I mean, singles are together. I can't even talk. Sorry about that. So we know your favorite herbs. What about some of your favorite herb teachers? Mm. which of course the herbs are our teachers. I don't want to act like of the course. herbs aren't our teachers, totally. but totally. in human form, who are your favorite teachers? So Rosemary Gladstar, for sure. I feel like there's, you know, I've never studied with her in person, but her teachings are, um, they really resonate with me. Some of Susan Weed's teachings, definitely the wise woman traditions. I really, really, really resonate with that. Paul Bergner, of course, because I mean, he just was, he was my first formal herbal teacher and the wisdom there is immense. Lisa Ganora, definitely. The science that she brings is pretty unique. We get a lot of the chemistry and science now, but the way she, the way she weaves it in with the Appalachian medicine, the way she has such a nice, delicate balance of like folk medicine and while also bringing some of that chemistry and scientific knowledge is really amazing. Really opened my eyes to constituents and more of a deeper understanding about how they actually work. There's always been this like spiritual understanding about how they work and um, like an innate, just like family understanding of who herbs are, but then like this deeper understanding about like the scientific piece about how they're actually working in the body and how they work together is, um, was pretty unique and fun. Yeah, it's hard to make chemical constituents fun, but she definitely can. She's <laughs> she, the only person, I mean, in her songs and just her whole personality, it's great. And like absolutely. in there is like, you're like, dude, she's such a goofball. And you're like, she's kind of a genius goofball. Like there's something going on in there that's probably beyond comprehension of what's going on in my brain. That's for sure. <laughs> Growing up, science was never fun, but she definitely makes it fun. She definitely does. She nails it. 
Well, thanks for sharing your teachers with us. I feel like there's so many people out there who are like, where are my teachers? Who are my teachers? So I always like to give a shout out to like who people learn from, because I think it's important. We, we need to know who our elders are, because I feel like in this time, you know, there's like a lot of Instagram superstars, but that doesn't mean they're actually like really good herbalist. So of course, we got to like always remind people of who we learned from because it's important. Absolutely. It's so important. And, you know, I'm forgetting about Brigitte Mars, who's another local herbalist that I've learned from and I haven't studied extensively with her, but all of my experience with her has been amazing. Yes, mine too. I've actually only taken one class and read one of her books, but I was like, yeah, of course. She's she's one of, I mean, I don't consider her an elder, even though she is, because she's way too youthful, you know? Of course, of course. I feel like she's younger than I am, but like she has been there with, you know, with all the greats and, you know, I'm not going to name all the greats because I'll end up forgetting somebody, but she's one of like the people who really brought herbalism to the masses and it's like, we'll forever be thankful for that. Absolutely. Um, So about four years ago, you started Moon Mother Medicinals, which was a botanical skincare line. And it's kind of morphed since then into more of just a, I don't like to call it just a CBD line because to me, that doesn't mean much. But what you have is like a full spectrum, like cannabinoid, well, minus the THC (laughs) and terpenoid profile in already like tried and true botanical products. And this company is called Moon Mother Botanicals. And um, kind of guide the listeners through why it started as a botanical company and now has more turned into a, a hemp or CBD company. Sure, absolutely. So Moon Mother Medicinals um, was a botanical skincare company that I started, I want to say about a year after my first was born. You know, it was... Skincare products, herbal elixirs, and a full line of 13 moon flower and gem essences. And they're all super near and dear to my heart. I love all of my formulas. But I want to say it was two years ago at the farmer's market, you know, we were getting a lot of requests for CBD this, CBD that. When are you going to start adding CBD? And at that point, I was really skeptical. I didn't know very much about CBD at all. But I always get really skeptical when someone is touting this next new herb as like, like, like superfoods or like the next new cure-all herb. I'm really skeptical about things like that. I don't, I don't like that that much, you know, but we started, I started to play around with it um, and experiment a little bit with CBD and incorporating it into some of our botanical formulas that were already in place. And the results were amazing. And just the feedback that we were getting from our customers, the feedback in general from customers who hadn't or people who hadn't yet tried Moon Mother Medicinals, but were looking for CBD, what we were hearing, I was really excited about, but also, like I said, pretty skeptical. And so, but when we started hearing firsthand, like, oh, this is, this is healing this, this is working so much better for me. This is really, really working. Ed and I were like, well, hell, let's try it. You know? So we started trying CBD ourselves. And I mean, as far as sleep and anxiety goes, I mean, just the benefits there were amazing for me. I don't have really any health conditions that I'm working with. And so I don't have any real firsthand experience other than taking CBD for anxiety. 
and just for daily wellness. But what I experienced was pretty amazing. And so early last year, Ed and I decided, so my partner, Ed, he's been in cannabis forever before I've known him, you know, a really long time. He's a medical care provider, cannabis cultivator for forever. We decided, Hey, let's, let's start a hemp farm. This sounds like fun. You know, this sounds like something crazy fun and new to get into. And also a way to grow cannabis in the sun. So as you know, in Colorado, it's, um, it's crazy, but you can only grow cannabis indoors here. It's wild, but it, we were really excited about doing a sun-grown field full of cannabis. It was awesome. It was really special and unique. And if, at first, we offered like botanicals plus hemp. And then we, I noticed a few times that I was actually selling less products when I was selling both, when I was offering both our regular botanical skincare products and our hemp. And it you know, I started to think maybe it's getting a little bit overwhelming and a little bit confusing for the customer about which products had CBD, which products didn't. So I decided to do an experiment and just go one day to the farmer's market with just the hemp products. And I sold a lot. It was a big day. People were very excited and they weren't, they were much less confused. And so I was like, it kind of tipped the scales for me. And I was like, okay, well, let's, I'm just going to focus my attentions here for now. And of course, we make all of our own skincare products here at the house. I, I only use my own skincare products on my face. That's it. It'll never be something that I don't do. It'll never not be part of my self-care or my family care to make botanical skincare products and body care products and health products and medicine for my family. But for now, we're just strictly focused on hemp botanicals. And it's been awesome and fun. It's been a fun journey. And so really the the reason for streamlining was kind of the public asked for it, one. <laughs> and Absolutely. it was just too confusing to have a, a non-CBD or hemp line because people were like asking for that anyway. It is. And, you know, well, people were very excited about it. And, and we got really excited about it, too. You know, once I saw like the results about, you know, how it was really helping me with my anxiety and my sleep issues. I mean, I was pretty impressed. I often kind of want to bring back some of the Moon Mother Medicinals things and offer them in the store. But then I just really remember those times at the farmer's market when people were so, you know, they just seemed so confused. They're like, just overwhelmed in general. They're like, what's, what's this? What's that? So this has CBD, this doesn't, you know? And so just for now, I'm definitely going to hold off on bringing back any of the Moon Mother Medicinals things, but you definitely get the feel of it. Some of the balms were already balms that I was offering. They're just Moon Mother Medicinals plus hemp. So it's the Moon Mother Hemp Company now. <laughs> and so we're going to get into like a couple little nuance here. So you're not using a CBD distillate or an isolate. You're using full spectrum hemp oil in terms of exactly. other than the THC, you made sure that all the terpenoids and the other cannabinoids are in there. So it's not just CBD alone. Oh, exactly. Exactly. People, people know the term CBD, so we use it, but it's full spectrum hemp extract. Of course, a lot of people think CBD is the star of the show, but it's really the full spectrum of the cannabinoids and the plant medicine working together. And that kind of leads to my next question, you know, which I mean, I know why, but what's your opinion and why do you feel like it's important to keep the herbs in your CBD product and not just sell it as a CBD salve or a CBD, you know, serum. 
Well, it just wouldn't be in my nature. First of all, it it just wouldn't be something that I would do. I'm really into herbal formulas and the way that herbs work together. And I, I have a deep appreciation for simples, but I really love and appreciate a good formula with action herbs and driving herbs, supporting herbs. And so I really just use full spectrum hemp extract as another herb in my formula. And sometimes it's not even the star of the show. Sometimes it, sometimes full spectrum hemp extract is like a supporting herb versus being the big action herb of the formula. And so um, it's just been, it's been a way to incorporate cannabis into formulas that I already know are tried and true and tested and work. So it's just another botanical product that I'm using. I, I don't really love a lot of the products that are out there that are like a cheap lotion base plus CBD. I don't really see the benefits of that that much. You know, I think for short-term use, things like that can be really helpful. One of the things that we've seen people who even use isolate for a very, very short-term scenario, we've seen benefits for that. Like um, someone who has really rare panic attacks, but they come on fast and strong we sometimes will see really awesome benefits because isolate absorbs into the body a little bit faster. And of course, the downfall is that it leaves the body faster, but it comes on really quick. And so you can, you can see benefits, but for long-term medicinal and um, functional use, I don't really see the benefits of, of isolated CBD. Absolutely. I know. I totally agree with you. And so, you know, this, the whole cannabis industry, what we're, I hate the word industry, but we're calling it that because that's exactly <laughs> what ha- it has turned into. Where do you see herbalism in the cannabis space? I mean, because to me, cannabis is an herb and they kind of all belong together. Do you have any predictions or opinions on where you feel like herbalism's role in cannabis is? I'm not really in the industry as much as you would think that I am. I'm a mom of two. And so I really just do my work and come home to my family. And so I'm not as out there as some of the people in the industry are. And they see so much of what's going on. And I see, I see very little, you know, I, I go to my store, I do my formulating, I, um, and with my family. And so I, I know a little bit less about it, but I, uh, my predictions are that it will still be kind of a fringe scenario um, like herbalism is now. Hopefully there will be more of a, a mindset shift to where people will start to move back to nature and appreciate the medicines that are already here for us on the planet. But from what I have seen in the industry is that there's more, there's more of a demand for really, really, really processed CBD versus herbalism and full spectrum hemp extract. I think hopefully people will start to wake up to the benefits of full spectrum and the benefits of a good herbal formula using full spectrum hemp extract. But what we see a lot in the consumer space is that people are looking for big brands, big CBD isolate, no THC, it's because the average consumer is pretty uneducated about THC and the full spectrum of the cannabinoids and more. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What's your opinion? What do you, I mean, what do you think? What is, what are your predictions? Um, I mean, I, I kind of feel like you do. I, I think until the consumers and the public are appropriately educated about cannabis in general, then 
you know, people are going to jump on this hype of CBD because one, it's not THC. And two, everybody's been wanting to utilize cannabis out in the open forever. And now here's their excuse. And so I think they're just so drawn to the CBD because it's like their excuse to be able to use cannabis and admit it and like say it without shame and all of this stuff. And I think we're a culture of quick fixes and no one has ever cared about any plant constituent ever in the history of like the United States marketing. And so I think, I just think it's hilarious that one plant constituent has caused this much buzz, but I think it's because cannabis causes this much buzz and it's like the thing that most people can legally obtain. And so I think there's a lot of profiteering and I think there's a lot of, you know, shitty products and shady people who are making, you know, you don't have to have a $120 THC isolate from Eastern Europe stuck in a product. That's just like coconut oil. Like there's no reason for that product to be $120 period. Right. Especially when it doesn't come from, when the product, the isolate or the distillate came from Eastern Europe or Asia, because most of the products on the market are not U.S. grown hemp like yours. I just found that out. Like I said, I'm not I'm not as in the like industry. I'm not as up on industry standards as I should be. I just do, you know, like most of what I do is folk medicine and it's people's medicine, you know? And so I'm not as up on industry standards. And so I just found out at the last expo that we were at is that most CBD is imported and most of it is real. It's like garbage. People are using just isolate CBD garbage. And I, I didn't even know that because like I said, I'm just doing what I do, you know? Well, you, you know that you're the only hemp company that I'm (laughs) actually interviewing because of that reason. I mean, it's like, I only want people who I feel like have integrity one on my show. And then two, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's mind boggling to me how ignorant the consumer wants to stay, but it's like, think about it. People blindlessly buy pretty much everything. And it's either because they saw it on the news or they saw, you know, some celebrity wearing it, or it's not like that people are making educated consumer decisions on anything else either. Of course. And it, it goes back to what you're saying about the magic bullet. And so you know, a lot of people come into the store and it's, it's hard for me with an herbalism and nutrition background and a background in vitalism. It's, it's extremely hard for me when people come in and they're looking at CBD and they're looking for this magic bullet. And I'm like, I love to sell you this product, but it's not going to fix the root. You know, this is going to help you in the moment, but this isn't, this isn't going to fix the root cause. You know, our wise woman comfort bomb is one of our best sellers and it's made for menstrual cramps, but really getting to the root of why we have menstrual disorders is concerning for me. And I love to supply something that makes people feel better when they're feeling bad. But this idea that CBD or even full spectrum hemp extract, or even the herbs or the formula is the magic bullet that's going to heal you hard for me. It's a, it's a piece that is challenging for sure. And selling products to people. I know. And it's the same with like seeing clients, you know, cause it's, there isn't, there's never a magic bullet. It, it's hard work to it bring is. yourself back to like mental and spiritual and physical well being. Allopathic medicine gives you a pill for that, even though it's not definitely not getting to the root. And then all we have to offer is like, let's set some long-term goals, which like isn't as sexy to people, you know? 
You're like, I, I have to work? It. I know it. It's less appealing. It's much less appealing. <laughs> so let's tell people why it is so important that the CBD products and the cannabis products that they're using are organic. And if they can't be certified organic, at least not grown in like places that maybe have heavy metal toxicity or, you know, grown with a bunch of pesticides. Do you want to tell us why that's so important? Yeah, absolutely. And so um, one of the reasons that we refuse to grow on land that wasn't certified organic is because hemp is a a bioaccumulator, which means that it accumulates literally everything in the soil around it, including heavy metals, toxins, also nutrition, you know, also everything great from the soil, but it it definitely pulls up and accumulates all of the toxins from the soil. So it's important to grow hemp organic, but it's also really, really, really important that hemp is grown on land. If it's going to be used for human consumption, that it's grown on land that's been organic for a long time. Because if you're not and you're growing hemp on toxic land, you're literally just taking toxins into your body. Heavy metals, um, pesticides, everything that's been in that land for years is now entering your body. Absolutely. And I think that's one reason why I am so adamantly against these products from Eastern Europe and or China. We don't have the testing, you know, the requirements to see what is actually in that CBD isolate or distillate, which we have to remember is highly concentrated. So then we've just like concentrated those toxins. Exactly. It's super, super concentrated. And so I really, I mean, I don't know that many products right now that can say Colorado and or American grown hemp. And I think in the next year or two, that's definitely going to shift just with the, you know, the hemp bill passing or the farm bill passing, allowing hemp cultivation. So I am excited to see where it goes. And I do think that standard will rise just because it seems like each state is requiring specific like heavy metal testings and things like that at least regulating some pesticide use. I mean, let's hope they would actually care to regulate pesticide use in all crops. But until then, I'm just going to say that Moon Mother Botanicals is a safe, good product to use. (laughs) Absolutely. And one of the the things that we really love, so there was a lot of misinformation last year, especially around organics and um, certified organic hemp. There was a lot of people were questioning the certification and, you know, saying how the USDA wasn't certifying any hemp farms organic. But one of the things that we love to offer, I mean, obviously we hold the certification, but another thing is that when people are saying that they're growing certified organic, there's the USDA integrity database, which we really love because if you're looking for local hemp and certified organic great quality hemp, look at your local state database and search industrial hemp by your state in the USDA certified organic database. And then you can find companies that are local to you and companies that are potentially doing it right. You know, that's a start knowing that they hold the certification, which means that the land has been organic for multiple years in advance before they're growing there. So that means before someone grew hemp there, that somebody had gone through the USDA organic certification process with whatever farm that they had prior. Exactly. Absolutely. And so not only is the hemp certified, but, you know, the land has been certified organic as well. And so you can really find quality companies 
that database, at least, you know, that's at least it's a start in researching companies that are close to you. Oh, that's great. I didn't really I didn't realize that. Um, so there are several USDA certified hemp. Absolutely. Out there already? Yeah. Nice. Yep. So I think Haley's Hope is one of them. You know, I can't I can't speak to how many are out there, but I remember looking on the database last year and there were quite a few and I know that they're opening up um, the laws a little bit on USDA certified certification. And so I know that there's going to be even more um, certified organic hemp farms coming online this year. And so local is really important to me and finding local companies that are doing it right is, I think, crucial. Absolutely. Um, and where can people get Moon Mother Botanicals? I know you have a store in Boulder, Colorado, but I know there's more, there's easier ways if you don't live in Boulder to, Absolutely. to get Moon Mother. The easiest way is to visit our website, moonmotherhemp.com. You can always purchase from the website. If you sign up for the newsletter, we're always giving discounts, coupon codes. We love to do giveaways. Giveaways is one of my like favorite things. Just picking the name at random is really fun for me. So moonmotherhemp.com is a really great place to get the products. We also are in quite a few stores across the country growing every day. I'm sure you'll see us out there. And at the retail store, of course, in Boulder, we have one retail store so far in Boulder on Canyon Street, 2425 Canyon, Unit D, and we're open seven days a week. Awesome. And so what would your advice be for, you know, like a budding herbalist or maybe even an experienced one who really wants to not only work with the plant medicines that we learned from our amazing teachers, but also want to work with cannabis? Do you have any advice for them? I absolutely have advice. Sit with the plants, sit with the plant, literally in person, be with the plant, listen to the messages, listen to what the plant is saying to you experience the plant, experience THC, experience CBD, experience all different strains, really go deep with the plant personally. And that will tell you, um, the plant will tell you whether you're supposed to be working with this plant or not, um, in, in what capacity. And the key to that is to actually listen to what they Absolutely. say. Because <laughs> I know Absolutely. a lot of times you're like, no, I don't like that answer. It's like, no, you actually <laughs> have to listen when they say you're not supposed to work with cannabis or whatever. You know, I mean, and uh, I, I say that like kind of jokingly, but also like at, that's been, I've had that experience with plants course. where you're, they're like, no, actually that's not your jam right now. And you're like, okay, maybe we'll revisit that. And maybe I just have to accept that that's not my plant right now, you know? Of course. What about just people who want to learn about herbalism? What do you have to say to them? Like, I get so excited when somebody tells me they want to learn about herbs. I'm like, oh, my God, that's me the best too. decision you've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, I would just say you don't have to go to a formal school. You don't have to do formal studies. You know, when I was when I was young in my teen years, it was just me and a book. And in my later teen years, it was me and a local friend's stepmom. You know, it was it was just um, very informal, but also really amazing start to a really strong relationship with plants. And so just go down to your local library, find some great books, dig in and get to know the plants in person for sure. Because, you know, in my early herbalism days, it was all about dried plants, you know, purchase dried plants. And I really, it's funny how many plants I didn't know in person and was walking past every day. 
and didn't know that those were my, those were my allies. You know, I wasn't listening to the plants. So again, sit with the plants, get to know the plants in person, but don't feel like you have to wait for some like formal, you know, studying opportunity to come up um, and dig in on your own, find, find your favorite book and make a cup of tea and dig in. Is there any parting words you want to share with our listeners or, you know, words of wisdom or just like anything? I don't know if I have any words of wisdom, but uh, (laughs) of course you do. (laughs) But I definitely think, yeah, sitting with the plants is a huge one. And, you know, just remembering that cannabis has been here, you know, um, cannabis has been here all along. CBD, none of this is new. None of this is a new thing. There are many, many people who paved the way for us to be where we are today. Outlaws, (laughs) arrested people, people who are still in jail um, for cannabis medicine, for using cannabis medicine. So, you know, when you're going to start a cannabis business or think you're going to get into cannabis, or even if you're going to use a bottle of CBD or hemp drops, try to remember the people who paved the way for that. Yes. Thank you for always bringing that up. Say words of wisdom. This is what we're talking about. It's like the (laughs) wisest thing ever. It's like, remember who came before. It's like honoring our teachers, right? Remember who came before and then give them props. And uh, and if you are going to start a cannabis business, you know, maybe like donate time and or money or something to making sure the people who are still in jail for cannabis are not because how it's not fair, you know, it's just not fair. Absolutely. And and so we need to remember them and always work towards making sure everybody is free while we're freeing cannabis. We have to free the people too. Absolutely. Um, So thank you so much, Jessica, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, Yeah. And um, I look forward to talking to you again. All right, cool. I'm sure I'll see you soon. You will. Absolutely. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of The Herb Walk with Jessica Baker. I always appreciate any comments or suggestions that you may have. Feel free to drop me a line in the comment section below. Shoot me an email at jessicajdragonacupuncture.com or feel free to like or follow me. My Facebook page is Jessica Baker LAC and my Instagram account is Baker underscore Botanica. My website is www.bakerbotanica.com. Come on over to the website and, you know, check out the essential oils I have for sale. Check out my book, Plant Songs, Reflections on Herbal Medicine. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being a lover of plant medicine. Have a great day.